The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, another round of Ask the Medical Experts. Jay Oliver here each and every week. We give you an expert in their perspective, Phil, regarding the great medical institution out in the East End. It's called the Peconic Bay Medical Center. This week, no exception, Nicole Marangola joins us, occupational therapist, lymphadenotherapy in general. We're going to talk about that. Welcome, Nicole, to the airwaves right here on LI News Radio. Great to have you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am well. Let's uh, get into it and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do as an occupational therapist over at the PBMC. Go ahead. Great. Thank you so much again for having me. My name is Nicole Marangolin Noble, and as you mentioned, I'm an occupational therapist here at Peconic Bay Medical Center. So I've been here for about seven years and have worked in nearly every facet of this hospital, including the skilled nursing facility, the ICU, the acute care floors, and outpatient programming, uh, most specifically with lymphedema treatment and care. All right. Important there. Um, let's get into uh, what is occupational therapy? How does it differ, let's say, from regular PT physical therapy? Great. This is one of my favorite questions. An occupation is anything that occupies your time. So from getting dressed in the morning and cooking your meals to taking care of your children, going to work, participating in school, or any leisure activities or hobbies you might enjoy. So essentially, an occupational therapist's job is to make sure a client or a patient can access these things as independently and as safely as possible. So we look primarily between accommodations and remediations to get patients back to doing what they love. So where we differ from physical therapy is we look specifically at task analysis and determine where strengths and needs lie not only from a biomechanical or a physical standpoint, but also emotional, cognitive, and environmental barriers. Uh, Nicole, what should patients expect when they come to see an occupational therapist? So when you come to see an occupational therapist, you can anticipate an evaluation for your first session. So here, your therapist will analyze the reason you're seeking treatment, and so they'll collect data and interview you for what area of your life is impacted by this issue, uh, collaborate on your goals, and help determine an appropriate plan of care. Subsequently, your sessions will be targeted at remediating those needs or determining accommodations, adaptive equipment, or providing any modifications to the activity or the environment to alleviate obstacles in your participation. Uh, how often do you hold sessions with your patients, um, and, and how do you determine what kind of treatment plans are right for a patient? Let's get into that. So frequency is largely based on the severity of your need and how significantly your safety or independence is impacted. So sometimes our sessions can last about a half an hour, so anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half, depending on how much we need to really uh, you know, remediate your needs. And so there are some patients who come once a a week or even once a month for monitoring and education. And we have some patients that come upwards of four times a week. So treatment plans are based on patient tolerance, paired with the newest and best evidence-based practices that are clinically proven for improved results and and function. All righty. What is, let's get into the whole thing of uh, lymphedema and uh, what are the causes? What is it? And what causes it? Go ahead. Right. 
lymphedema is essentially the accumulation of fluid or swelling in a specific limb or area of the body. So lymphedema occurs following any injury or damage to your lymphatic system. And the lymphatic system is a large portion of your immune system. And it's very similar to your circulatory system in that it's a you know, series of vessels that carry fluid throughout your body. So any damage of the vessels or the lymph nodes which filter the fluid will result in a difficulty within your body of circulating and excreting that fluid at a typical pace or rate. So it generates essentially a backlog of fluid, trapping it in those vulnerable areas and resulting in that swelling, which can significantly impact a patient's function. Most oftentimes, I, the best analogy I can give is kind of traffic on a highway. So if there's any deterring of that typical flow of traffic, we experience that kind of backlog that is tough to keep moving. And so some common causes that we see are genetically acquired lymphedema, um, cancer-related treatments such as chemo and radiation, chronic venous insufficiency or cardiac needs, or any kind of traumatic injury. So essentially any type of damage to that system, which impacts its rate of working functionally and appropriately. All righty. Uh, interesting there. Lymph nodes, how much of importance do they play as far as lymphedema is concerned? Uh, very, very big importance. So our lymph nodes, we primarily see them throughout our body in a few basic areas. So the ones under our neck, which we usually feel when we're getting sick, right, we get those swollen lymph nodes. That's our lymph system preparing to go fight whatever infection we need um, in our clavicle, under our axilla or our armpit area, within our groin and behind our knees. So if they're targeted... Um, in kind of any kind of injury or a surgery which might remove or biopsy those lymph nodes, they're typically the gatekeepers of the fluid. So they're the filtration center that keeps that fluid moving throughout your body. And so if they're removed or damaged or any way, again, using that highway analogy, we can think of it like a traffic light out on a major, a major road system. So without that kind of gatekeeper of moving that fluid along, we can see a significant backflow of that system. Uh, we always hear the verbiage. We've heard the verbiage, I'm sure, before many uh, swollen lymph nodes. And mm -hmm. certainly that is an indicator, correct? Yeah, so our swollen lymph nodes are typically um, a sign that our lymphatic system is really working or gearing up to go take care of something. And so with lymphedema, there's typically damage to that system or, again, complete removal of them. So a lot of times my patients following um, certain cancer-related surgeries or biopsies, those lymph nodes will be completely removed, leaving the lymphatic system at a much vulnerable state. With Nicole Marangola, occupational therapist, lymphedema therapist. We're talking lymphedema, ladies and gentlemen, very important here. Uh, typical forms of treatment a patient may receive if they were in lymphedema therapy, Nicole. Right. So our lymphedema treatment commonly follows four basic tenets. And the first is a special form of massage called manual lymph drainage which is designed to clear the vessels of any stagnant or accumulated fluid. And so the second is a specific form of multi-layer bandaging, which, can, which is changed multiple times a week for a short period of time to encourage the reduction of that limb or that swollen area of your body. So these bandages apply compression and assist the body in removing that fluid. And third is a series of specific light exercises which mobilize surrounding musculature and assist the vessels in moving that fluid as well. So really getting our full body integrated to assist that full body system. 
And finally, a long-term plan that we developed together to maintain the progress made during the therapeutic process. Um, Unfortunately, lymphedema is a chronic condition because oftentimes we cannot fix that damage that's been done to the lymphatic system. So the best we can do is reduce the symptoms um, to hopefully a baseline point that the patient has been experiencing, and then we can maintain that progress that we've made. So this can include properly fitted compression garments, uh, lymphatic pumps, some nutrition and exercise recommendations, and ways to protect the skin to reduce any chance of infection or reoccurrence. Uh, Interesting. How how much of a role does genetics play in all this stuff? So there are types of lymphedema that are genetically acquired. So there can be um, genetic either malformations or injuries to the lymphatic system that patients are born with. So that can, of course, be genetically inherited. There are some other cardiac involvements. things that patients can genetically acquire that can make their venous system or their circulatory system a little bit less efficient, and that has an interplay with our lymphatic system. So there are certain types of lymphedema that can have a genetic link. It's uh, And the technology has to be immense as far as what we once were regarding this whole process to where we are today, correct? Absolutely. So there are certain... Um, screening tools that your physician can provide, especially those patients who are undergoing any type of surgery or um, kind of cancer treatment. So we can take a baseline look at that the side of the body that might be affected following those treatments. And so then after your surgery, we can continue to recheck and really be on the forefront of catching any signs of lymphedema before it gets more um, significant. Now, how important a role is that of the Peconic Benefit Center with all they have to offer under Northwell Health, obviously, but it's got to be immense as far as the treatments that are available, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, We're very lucky to be a part of the Northwell system where we have all of these amazing physicians and providers. And like you mentioned, all that amazing technology that's really on the forefront of our patient care. we got more to do, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking with Nicole Marangola, occupational therapist. We're talking lymphedema therapy right here. I'm as the medical experts on LI News Radio. Jay Oliver here. We return to the second half of our conversation right after these messages. Topic regarding lymphedema therapy. We're talking about occupational therapists, that of Nicole Marangola. This, of course, all revolves around the Great Peconic Bay Medical Center. Does so much, so much uh, as far as the different departments and whatnot. Nicole, let's get into complete uh, decongestive therapy. It's known as CDT. And how is that incorporated as far as the lymphedema therapy, if you don't mind? Yes, so CDT is the term utilized for the combined process of manual lymph drainage or that specialty massage that I had mentioned paired with the multilayer compression bandaging. So it's essentially known as the gold standard of treatment for lymphedema. 
So when you hear the term CDT, you can expect a course of treatment very similar to what I had mentioned. So it's essentially the process of reducing any of that fluid stuck either in a limb or a certain area of the body, like your trunk or your head or neck, um, to become closer to our baseline. So there are, of course, alternatives to this treatment on a patient-specific basis, but that's essentially the process that you can expect to experience. All right. It's a complete decongestive uh, therapy, therapy, ladies and gentlemen. It's also known as CDT. Um, Now, you also, from what I've learned, you provide uh, services for those undergoing cancer treatment, right? Can you tell us a little bit about the treatment methods there? Absolutely. So for our clients undergoing cancer treatments, our sessions can really take many forms. One way we can assist is in a prehab process, which is a preventative form of therapy prior to any surgeries or treatments to strengthen areas which may be targeted. Um, This can also take the form of education theories to understand certain risk factors, um, provide preventative measures to reduce the likelihood or severity of certain side effects, and to know the signs of when to seek additional assistance or therapy. And we can also help remediate any impacted areas following surgeries or treatments to help patients participate in important activities of their lives. Okay, very important stuff there with cancer treatment uh, undergoing. What are some of the ways a caregiver could provide support uh, for an occupational therapy patient, both in the hospital and at home? Let's go over that. Absolutely. So caregivers really are such an essential piece to the rehab process. They can assist in being active participants, really, to the sessions. So this can be in learning a patient's home exercise program or understanding the best way to utilize any recommended accommodations or tools. So this way, we can encourage appropriate and safe carryover from our sessions to real functional progress in your daily life. However, the best way a caregiver can support their loved one is really in supporting themselves, both physically and emotionally. So if a patient needs any physical assistance, we'll work with the caregiver to ensure that they're providing that help in an ergonomic and safe way to prevent any injury to themselves. And at Peconic Bay, we also have an incredible caregiver center, which is completely open to the public. So they offer support groups, educational series, and retreats to ensure a caregiver is also caring for themselves. Interesting. Listeners right now, Nicole, where can they learn more about the occupational therapy over the PBMC? Absolutely. So you can find out more information. You can call 631-727-9654, or you can always email me at n-m-e-r-i-n-g-o-l-a at northwell.edu. That's nmarangola at northwell.edu. All right. Nicole, how did you get into this? Was this an aspiration of yours way back? How did you get into this great field? Absolutely. So um, my passion for occupational therapy has always, you know, has been started in an area of just wanting to be forward facing with um, caregiving and patient care. So I really love the holistic aspect of occupational therapy and how we really view the whole patient rather than reducing them to any physical um, or medical need. You know, we really work together collaboratively to ensure a patient can participate in those things that are most important to them. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about COVID. Uh, obviously, it put a pause in many uh, a situation here. Uh, are you seeing kind of an influx right now as far as people needing this type of therapy and whatnot? What about that aspect? Absolutely. So COVID has hit our community in many different ways. And one way that I am proud to say Peconic Bay has really stepped up is through our pulmonary rehab program. 
We have an incredible pulmonary and cardiac program here for outpatient use. So any patients um, experiencing any long-term effects can definitely seek assistance with them. They're an incredible team. All right, Tom, tell me a little bit about staff in general, uh, working in and around you. How important is that? Give me an idea regarding staff situations. Absolutely. So our staff is really our family, and we work very closely as a team to ensure that our patients receive the highest level of interdisciplinary care. So we each have our own areas of expertise, and we have our own areas of specialty. And so when we can all work collaboratively, it's how we get our patients the best form of care. All righty. Uh, talking with Nicole Marangel, a couple of minutes left. She's an occupational therapist, lymphedema therapy in general. We're talking to Peconic Bay Medical Center. How important Northwell Health to be kind of partnering along here and and helping the great PBMC along the way. Uh, how important is that alignment to you? Oh, it's, it's been very significant over these past few years and in the most way that we can have all those amazing specialties right here kind of in our Peconic Bay home. Um, and so any kind of referral aspect as well, we know that we can get our patients the best form of care. We have some of the best physicians out here now, um, out here right at the East End, so patients don't have to travel to get that high standard of care anymore. We have uh, the physicians all surrounding this area and very close by. So we can work, again, very closely with many different specialties to help the most amount of patients as possible right here at home. All right. Very important uh, Very important stuff uh, over there. And it's so important, right? Because, you know, the one thing I've noticed uh, ever since the days when it was known as Central Suffolk, way back in time, you look at the timeline of events and advancement, uh, such an important aspect. You know, we talk about technology and everything else, but advancement management of the hospital is so important to make sure that you have the right tools, correct? Absolutely. So in order for us to be able to give our patients that high level of care that we know we can provide, you know, to have that administrative support is really um, so imperative so that we can have those tools to, you know, really develop those programs for our patients. Alrighty. And very important. I mean, how often do you have to kind of get in tune, staff technology, learning aspects? Is that an ongoing situation for you through this? It, it certainly is both as an occupational therapist and a member of the Northwell team. So for myself as an occupational therapy provider, I have to continuously go through education processes to maintain that standard of care and best practice. Um, again, focused on the most recent evidence-based practices that are coming out from the most common research. Um, and additionally, we go through continued education here through the Northwell system to make sure that we're providing very safe care to each and every one of our patients. Is the lymphedema issue, I meant to ask you this before, is mm -hmm. that more of a demographic for seniors or do you find all ages might suffer from this? So I definitely see it across the lifespan. So it really is dependent on the um, the origin of the lymphedema. So there are pediatric cases of lymphedema that we do see. Um, again, those patients who are essentially born with this need can start their therapy process very young. Um, you know, and unfortunately, also, we know cancer can affect anybody at any stage of life. So if there are patients undergoing any of those treatments or surgeries, um, we work together to ensure that we either reduce the likelihood of lymphedema occurring or, you know, get us back to a baseline. So it really does run the whole lifespan, again, just depending on the reason for that lymphedema. Yep. Nicole Marangola, I guess, winding it down, occupational therapist, lymphedema. Uh, therapy. Is there a website 
Nicole, that people can learn a little bit more about this? I've really heard about a lot regarding, well, look at them, we kind of hear, we hear the verbiage, the terminology somewhat. But if one wants to learn a little bit more, is there a website they can go on through the hospital? Absolutely. So we do have it at our Peconic Bay Medical Center website. We do have a little segment there that gives a background of what you can expect um, and kind of our therapeutic process and how we can best deliver that to you as a patient. Um, and so anytime that you want any additional information, we also have a lot of pieces of literature here at the hospital that we're more than happy to share you know, through our physician's offices and through our department here at the hospital. Important. And you can find everything what we spoke about, folks, as far as the type of therapies uh, involved, the sessions involved as far as would-be patient, lymphedema in general. Uh, again, treatment's very important. That's all deciphered there. We talked about complete decongestive therapy, CDT. Uh, a lot of the services for those who undergo cancer treatment, very important there about the methodology. Uh, also, the ways a caregiver could provide support for an occupational therapy patient, both in the hospital and at home. Everything is on the site, correct? Yes, absolutely. Nicole Marangola, we appreciate it. A few minutes with you today, and thank you for being a participant in today's Ask the Medical Expert episodes. Thank you so much for having me. There you go. Nicole Marangola, occupational therapist, ladies and gentlemen. Lymphedema therapy. Very, very educational as far as finding out exactly what it entails. Jay Oliver here. Another round of Ask the Medical Experts in the books in the Peconic Bay Medical Center. We'll see you next week. Stay well, stay safe, more importantly, stay healthy. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.